Let's talk about something that affects all of us ladies, hormones. Because let's face it, when your hormones are out of whack, life can feel like a roller coaster. Well, say hello to Hormone Harmony, the ultimate solution for women of all ages seeking balance, crafted by Happy Mammoth. But what sets Hormone Harmony apart? Well, it's not just another supplement. Happy Mammoth, the company behind Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. Plus, Hormone Harmony contains science-backed adaptogens that help your body adapt to hormonal changes, ensuring you feel like yourself again. Hormone Harmony is an all-in-one hormonal balancing solution designed for women of all ages. So whether you're in your 20s dealing with PMS or in your 40s and beyond facing menopause, Hormone Harmony has got you covered. For a limited time, you can take 15% off your first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW for 15% off your order today. If you know me and Lexi, you know that we are both quite the bookworms and we've got something exciting to share with you all today. Have you ever found yourself overwhelmed by the endless options at the bookstore, unsure of what to pick up next? Well, we've discovered a game changer, Book of the Month. This isn't your run-of-the-mill book subscription. It's like having a book-loving friend handpick your next literary adventure each month. Trust me, their selections are always spot on. And this month, I can't wait to dive into Real Americans by Rachel Kong. What makes Book of the Month stand out? It's the simplicity. No more decision fatigue at the bookstore, just a curated selection of top-notch reads waiting to sweep you away. Lexi and I had a blast picking from a variety of genres, from pulse-pounding mysteries to heartwarming romances. But what truly won us over is their dedication to quality and fun. With just a handful of selections each month, they prioritize the joy of reading over endless options. Every book is a gem waiting to be discovered. So fellow book lovers, it's time to level up your reading game. Head over to bookofthemonth.com and use the code PEDALS to snag your first book for just $5. Trust us, your bookshelf will thank you. Welcome to the Black Girl Flow podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old black girls working every day to be in flow, and we want you along this journey with us. Y'all, on today's episode, we're joined by the incredibly talented Neka Julia. She is a writer, photographer, and podcast host based in Detroit, Michigan. As the daughter of immigrants hailing from Cambodia and Nigeria, her work is invariably tied to travel, culture, and the human experience. Neka marries her passion for storytelling with several years of photographic training to produce product promotions, brand activations, and documentary projects for various global brands. She is even the host of Passing Through and the Layover podcast. Oh, and let's not forget, she is currently writing her very first book. So Neka joins us to drop so many gems on the journey to stepping into dynamic storytelling and all that she's learned along the way. 
you won't want to miss this episode that's filled with amazing reflections and a vision she shares on how we can step into our creative voice. We hope you all enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the Black Girl Flow podcast. We are hoping life is treating you very, very kindly and that you're tuning into this episode with a clear mind and a light spirit and from your happy place because we have such a very special guest for this episode and we just want to get right into the conversation, but y'all know we got to ease into it with a little bit of pulse check, check in, see how everybody's doing, how are you vibing, what's going on in life right now, what's it teaching you? How is it treating you? All of the things. So we're going to jump into our pulse check. Um, I'll go ahead and kick it off because the vibes are just giving quiet. Like Mm. it's just quiet. I'm like, for once, that it has been a six months of my life being flipped, turned upside down. In the past couple of days, I've just had this like, And it it took a while to get back to that. Like, I think Mm. it was deliberate, intentional, letting things go, letting things fall, letting things move as they needed to. And I finally, last night, like, before going to bed, was just like, oh, okay, okay, we're doing this. We're doing it. We're doing it. And it was just quiet. And I really am just deeply grateful for that moment because I don't know when I'm going to get it again. Yeah, (laughs) that's real. That's real. Nika, Julia, we would love for you to, you know, indulge us with what's going on in your life. I'm going to pass the pulse check right on your way. What's been going on? How are we feeling? All of the things. Ooh, I feel amazing. I'm not going to lie. I just, uh, I don't know if it's been what, I, what I've been reading or what it is, but like, I, I, I don't know about you girls, but like last year was, it was, last year, I think it was weird because you didn't, we thought the duration of the pandemic was going to be, it was like, yeah, we outside, but it didn't really feel like outside was outside. Summer wasn't really summer, right? Right. So outside, <laughs> outside wasn't outside. It, <laughs> it wasn't outside. So it's just like, I feel like, um, Lexi, like you said, I, I feel like there's a sense of calm and quiet and, and also just um, laser focus. I feel like I feel very, very focused. I feel in a groove. I feel um like everything's in harmony i know we talk a lot about balance but like there's no such thing as as balance maybe counterbalance but it's like all these things should be in harmony in our life our work our friendships our romance all of it so i feel harmony i know i love that pulse check i feel like i've been seeing a lot of people on that vibe for 2022 people are like 2022 is my year like like you're saying like 2021 was 2020 like senior year you know what I mean like about to graduate and so now it kind of feels like we've graduated in a sense but like not really and so kind of piggy piggybacking off of that for your pulse check I feel like 2022 could be my year if I start like really diving into some of the themes that have been coming up in my life I think recently I had an epiphany that I'm not supposed to be working in the corporate world. And so now I feel like there's a light been up my, you know, behind the timers ticking. And I'm like, all right, like, what does this look like? Like, how can I feed my spirit? Um, Another theme that's been coming up in my life is reconnecting with my Caribbean identity and like, 
you know, learning how to cook Caribbean meals, um, reconnecting with my Jamaican family members and just like strengthening my ancestral ties and my cultural like understanding of Jamaica and healing that relationship that I have with the country and my family. And so I think the universe is really like pushing me to address certain things so that I can then live my best life. You know what I mean? And so that, that feels a little heavy, but I also feel a sense of gratitude that the universe is pushing me in this way so that I can be like the happiest version of myself that I want to be. So Hey, and it takes one to not resist that path because I'd be dragging my feet. I'd be like, no. Nope. Are you sure? Are you sure <laughs> you're in the universe? I think you right. went to send that that way. Exactly, exactly. Like, I'm not supposed to be addressing that. Or that's a <laughs> Who, 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 oh, me? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So it's been like really. I don't know. Well, I love that. I feel like, too, like it sounds like you're have like the things that you're reading and the things that are also driving your kind of energy and your focus. And um, it seems like, Liv, you're having that same type of like, it's all that, all that knowledge, all those insights are just like giving you a clear path. Mm-hmm. So exactly. it's all about putting that in drive, baby. Yes, absolutely. So 2022 is the year of harmony, drive, like balance, all of those things. And I feel like that honestly, when when I look at Neka's work, I I feel the energy of the spaces that you're in and I and I, your work allows us to see the world through your eyes. And I would consider you, you know, like an all around creative because you travel, like you podcast, you write, like you're a photographer. And so I'm so curious to like, how do you see all of these mediums coming together for you in 2022? Uh, I think it's, it's, I, I've, truly asked myself that question this year of like how do I want to marry all these things and at scale not just like oh, okay like because you run into I don't know if you guys saw the Kanye doc genius yeah she did okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. but like you see this man being called the producer like a million times and, and we know right we know the story yeah. of now he's like the billionaire doing his doing what billionaires do right um, right like but beforehand it's it's like okay I don't care if I'm the 50th rapper I'm I'm still like this is what I'm claiming mm. so I've, I've been in multiple spaces having kind of a hyphenated creative life like spaces where photographers are like oh you're a photographer you know spaces where mm. in podcast life they're like you're you're a podcaster you're all you know in uh the writing life it's like okay like you're you're this thing and you're a part of our community um where I see it married the most are things like film. Mm. Um, I'm working on a book right now, but like film has been calling my name in, in terms of just how I want to pair visuals with words and, and also story. So I think that that is my next avenue besides a book, besides books, plural, hopefully in the future. Um, like film is, is where I really want to take the stories at scale. And, and how I want these things to be remembered and where I want them to live. Because I think that's that's where we, I talk to my husband way too much, so it's nice to talk to you. <laughs> all the time, every day. So it's, it's like, you know, we're, we're talking about a lot of the people who've passed, people who've worked with love from, from the Chadwicks to um, 
Michael K. Williams and, and et cetera, et cetera, Sydney Portier. It's like, you don't go to their Instagrams to find them. Mm. Bell Hooks. If you want to find Bell Hooks, you go to a lot of people have read all about love, right? So it's like, where do you want to live after you die? Um, where do you want your work to live after you die? And that's what I've been thinking a lot about um, because I know everyone has been touched by by loss over the yeah. past two, two and a half, three years. So um, I would say I want my, my work to be something that people cozy up with on the couch or that they stay up late reading or that they're, you know, texting their friends about of like, we've got to go watch this thing or like, Absolutely. yeah, have you tuned into this? That's where I want to live um, after all of this is over. Mm. Wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's, there's so many pieces to that reflection. And I think at least what I'm taking from that too, is just, yeah, I, I love the, the, the self-reflection that comes with how do we turn grief like how do we turn loss into insight like how mm. do we let that guide our time because and, and this is interesting because I've had plenty of conversation with folks about like you know we don't lose someone aimlessly like there is it's like it's invitation for us all to be reflective and you've kind of taken this collective loss and kind of said, you know, how, where do I see my legacy in my art, in my work? And I think for Black creatives too, and I'm curious kind of how you hone in your voice with your Black identity too, because what it is, is it's always about a collective experience. Like that's what, that's yeah. why the Kanye's are the Kanye's because it's like, they, you brought, you brought a culture with you. <laughs> you, you, and you do that by exactly what you're saying is, not not picking one bin, not picking one box, not picking, but scaling, scaling you, scaling yeah. your scaling craft, scaling creative, protecting artists. And I think that's something that we really should lean into because sometimes the systems or places that we're in make us pick. Like, yeah, oh, I have to pick my craft to be amazing at. I have to put 10,000 hours into photography to be the best photographer. And it's like, what if, what if, what if we live in a world at which <laughs> your creative journey manifests in a bunch of different ways? So I'm kind of hearing that and I'm like, wow, I think, I, I hope others are hearing yeah. that invitation to consider how we've been impacted by the collective loss and how that kind of, you know, reflects in, in the things that we're putting our mind and energy yeah. into. Yeah, how it can play a role in our growth. How do you feel like you came to the point where you were like, I feel confident in my, in my creativity. Like I'm a writer, I'm a photographer. Cause I think for a lot of creatives also, you may feel a sense of imposter syndrome. I think a lot of people we see so we're consuming so much on the day to day, just from social media, from news, from politics. And it become, it can be very overwhelming sometimes when you're getting started in your craft and you see someone else at their level 300 and you're at your level one and you're like, okay, well, I guess I'm not this thing because it doesn't look like that. So what was that journey like in really claiming your creativity and your path as a creative? Cause you, like we were saying, like, I don't ever want to put you in a box because you're, you do so many things. So I'm just like creative, like it just Thank you. Thank you. on your forehead. That's, that's what, that's what I see. <laughs> you guys are my most deaf and swallowed because it's like he, he, they were like, yo, go do your thing. You know, Kanye's crazy, but yeah, you know, go do your thing. But it's, I think 
it's it's realizing the older I get, nobody knows what they're doing. No, mm-hmm. Nobody really, like, the, the people that you look to and are like, this person has to be, you know, just a savant, like, on their Ryan right. Leslie playing 17 instruments and then recording the vocals. That's not, yeah. like, this is all experimentation. It's all tinkering. The best people, the, the masters that we look up to aren't afraid to publicly fail. Mm. Um, because it's the one shot that we're talking when we're watching The Last Dance, when we're watching Michael, we're not watching like this man miss. He missed a lot because he took a lot of shots, you know? Like it's it's the imposter syndrome. Like I I, I kind of used to use it. I'm like, oh man, I feel like I shouldn't be here. And then you you sit, you sit with that and you mm. really listen to the people who who you think are in these positions of power and you think possess this knowledge that that you're not truly in possession of yourself yet and you realize like oh you're still figuring shit out too like like this is not i i sat with uh just last weekend like this um one of the the heads of media for this huge house this huge fashion house and you know she was telling me about work and stuff like that and and then i rephrased the question and i asked her you know because i was asking about her personal life but she framed it in the context of work so i said you know no like that's wonderful wonderful answer like but what about you as a person? How are, how are you feeling? How are you doing? Mm. And a lot came out, right? A lot came out of like, this is, you know, she loves her kids and, and she's struggling with this and she's human, right? Like all of this stuff is human. We are humans. Whatever you want to do is like, how you're going to touch people is through that humanity. Yeah. Like, you look at this, we look at not knowing as a disadvantage. It's an advantage. Like you're, you're like curiosity is a skill. It's not, it's not something that should be frowned upon. It's only, it's only, it only becomes a disturbance when it becomes worth, right? Like I was mm. reading in this book called 4,000 Weeks and, he, and the title is 4,000 Weeks because when you say 80 years, it sounds like you have a lot of time. Like if you live till 80, if we live till 80, we have 4,000 weeks total. Wow. So, yeah, so I was like doing the calculation. I'm 31, I have 2,300 weeks left if I live till 80. Like that doesn't sound like, that doesn't sound like a lot. Right. right. So it's like, okay, he's, he's phrasing it of like a lot of people, um, you can either be curious or you can worry, right? Like curious about what's going to happen in the future. Cause you don't know. Right. Or you can worry because you want exactly this thing to happen and you're scared and stressed out that it might not happen. So it's like, I'm more curious. I'm approaching these things and have approached them previously when it's photography, when it's writing, when it's podcasting with the spirit of curiosity of like cheerful expectation that I hope this goes well, you know, <laughs> like we can hope mm-hmm. um, that this hits the top of the charts, but actually I'm curious if it doesn't, I'm curious to know why I'm curious to tinker, to experiment. Um, and I think that's like, that is the creative spirit. I think I was, everyone is subject to comparison. Like you're gonna do, like if you're wearing the same pair of shoes as the girl next to you, you're gonna be like, Her, hers look better. I mean, how do we got the same shoes on and hers look right. better? It's, right. But she might feel the same way. It's like, there's somebody comparing themselves to your work, to your podcast as, as Livy and Lexi. And is like, how do I get to episode X? Yeah. I'm struggling with episode one. So mm-hmm. it's like, who are you doing it for? Are you creating for yourself? Um, are you creating more than you're comparing? Are you creating more than you're competing? And if the answer is yes to all those things, then you're on the right path. If, if the answer is no, then you need to you need to rework some things in your life, be it like 
getting off social. When you've met enough people, like when I was creating, I used to have these like, you know, if I met this person, then you meet them and you're like, damn, like this, this is, there's a lot here of where this place, the, the place where you're creating from might not be the purest, right? Mm. It's not sustainable. This like life is an endurance sport. It is mm. an endurance sport. So like y'all, if, if it's, if I feel like an imposter now, I'm, I might feel like a master in, in the next 10 years, but that still doesn't mean I'm going to know every, like, I still will envy the student because of their curiosity. Like, so I know I'm long-winded, but like, I, I hope that, that the, you know, imposters, I think we need to do away with it and just call it, you know, curiosity. I'm learning. Instead of, like, I feel like I'm flailing, I feel like I'm learning. I, I think replacing, replacing those things. Yeah, and we can replace long-winded with gem dropper. That's what you're doing. <laughs> literally, literally, neighborhood gem dropper. I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need folks to go ahead and yeah, rewind. go ahead and rewind that, and go ahead and jot down every single question that you probe for folks because oh my goodness, it really does it does take it to the next level of saying you know how do you revaluate? And I think for myself a big piece of stepping into my, you know, showing up actively in my life, being an active participant in my life was letting go of the idea that I will never be able to see the full concept of me. Like when I put my outfit on, I'm seeing it in one dimension, but so much of our existence is multidimensional. So I have to trust that this Mm -hmm. is an accessory to so much more that people see and once you let go of that, then you move in the space with, when you see somebody with the same shoes, you're like, yes, girl, obviously we have, obviously, obviously. We got the same And all of a sudden, you're not seeing competition, you're mm-hmm. seeing co-conspirators, you're seeing the creatives, you're seeing, you're seeing life interact with you in a different way. And when I started to reframe in it, at least for me, it takes seeing it in little things, right? Like mm-hmm. seeing somebody walk down the street and you love their outfit saying like, love that, like Absolutely. love that for, love that for you, want that yes. for me. And yes. somehow yeah. if there's enough for us to both do that. Right. And then just believing people, not all the people, but the people I love and trust, believing what they reflect back to me when I'm like, and Lib has, I've said this many a time on the podcast. I'm always like, oh, I'm not a creative. I don't do that. And then she's like, excuse me. She's like, sorry, Chiquita. Like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Mommy's over here with the crocheting, with the DIYs. Like, I'm very, I'm very tactile. I love building things. Like, all things. She's like, so what you're not going to do is lie on your name. And I'm like, right, you're right. I'm going to believe you. Today, I'm going to believe you. And how am I going to show up differently? So, so much of what you're saying really resonates when you start to be curious about your life. You start to show up with that in that curiosity um so that i just i love all that and really hope folks reflect on how that shapes their stories um if they reframe it yeah it's like recognizing that someone else's beauty doesn't inhibit my own beauty and like learning to live in that space of like game recognizing game and still being okay with failing because for example like i'm learning how to roller skate right now it does not feel good falling it does not feel good not feeling like i'm balanced and i think before before like maybe when i was in college or in high school i'd be like oh i'm not good at it like might as well just kick it to the side but now i'm like yo it's okay like i'm enjoying it and you can enjoy things that you're not good at 
and you can enjoy it simply because you enjoy it. Like it doesn't have to be like a natural inclination of like being good at it. And you know what I mean? So I feel like that's some, that's in my own personal life. I'm learning how to be okay with failing and like moving forward. (laughs) I think, you know, this reminds me too a little bit of some of your work because getting to that personal and making those connections really reminds me about, you know, your letters from a stranger and like this really creative like strategy. So could you tell, could you tell the listeners a little bit about that project and just kind of take us through the journey you were on in that project? Letters from a Stranger is like a just just a brainchild of 2021, I believe. No, 2020. 2020. So it started end of 2020. And uh, I was like, you know, y'all know what happened in 2020. Everything, everything. Like all my identities crossed from like being a Black woman in America to NSARS in Nigeria to, you know, stop, stop Asian hate. And, you know, like it's like all, everything was, was, mm. was how do we react to this? Who has the best soundbite? who is posting the the cutest infographic that can go viral. Um, It was reacting, 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 and and reaction and response are two different things. So it's like, I I was sitting in a place where I was like, how do I respond to what we're we're going through as humans in a very human way? Um, That's that's not this microwavable, uh, you know, chopped and screwed, long caption about mental health like I like stop talk like you did this for the likes like let's why don't we just be honest about that like yeah you know, with you yesterday you had like six margaritas like you ain't so, like right 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 no ain't, you, ain't, you ain't you ain't so it's like you know I was like I don't that's not me um, I'm not going to fold in that regard. So um, how, do I do, how do I do something where it's slow? Like, that's what we're missing. We're missing mm. the slow exchange between mm. people. We're missing the human exchanges online. And that's why it's like, yo, nobody pays. It's like, yo, we we think as creatives, right? And and Lexi, I'm including you in that too. Like, of like, yo, like as, as creatives that this thing that we create is so monumental and the whole internet's going to stop to just look at it. And only five people liked it. So it's like, I hate myself. That's right. You yeah. know, it's like, no, like that's not how it works. Everybody's consuming stuff the way you consume stuff, which is, mm. you're, not, you're not even looking, yeah. liking, yeah. continuing. So it's like, okay, apart from just taking questions that I feel like need to be asked um, in whatever, in the small digital corner that I have, how do I create a slower exchange between the people that are asking the question? So that that's how it, got to, I was like, man, I, I, I was reading um, letters to a young poet from Raina Marie Rilke, uh, the poet at the time, and he was having this beautiful exchange with this, this young poet. And I was like, man, I'd, I'd love to have that kind of exchange myself. And mm. so Letters from a Stranger was birth, where it's like, I'm going to take these questions. A lot of people resonated with it because it's like, yo, it's, it's questions from people all across the world, but we're asking the same thing. Like, how has your relationship with your mother evolved since you were younger is like every something that everyone can relate to like whether your your mother's been present or not how has your thought have your thoughts about your mother changed mm. you know so 
that's a human thing. That's what I wanted to get back to. And that's what I hope resonates and, and is the foundation or the roots per se of a lot of the work I do is like, yeah, we're, we're people. And we, you know, you can cloak your, your self in titles and, and likes and followers and all that. And, and you're still flesh and blood underneath it all, so. Wow. I mean, I, when I, I remember when I first saw that series, I was like, this is so intentional. And I was like, how can one keep this up for a hundred days? Like a hundred days of just beautiful photography of like, you know, amazing questions and the amazing intentional response. I was like blown away by the way you're able to truly like reflect on your experiences within that day. Like, I just don't even know how one is able to like be that consistent with being so reflect reflective. Were you like a little fatigued at the end of the process? Oh like- my God, y'all. I wanted to throw everything out the window after that. I was like, yo, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm t-. Like it was, I, I was just reflecting on this again because I'm bringing some of the letters to life. In- right. Um, and it's like, what I didn't plan for over that hundred days, it was, it was I poor, I planned for it. <laughs> I planned for it. Like the posts were up, but it's another thing, like organizing it all. Yeah. Um, writing it takes a long time. Like I'm right. still, I'm still writing. Like writing thoughtful responses is different than the. Than the That's what I'm saying. That's why I was yeah. like, I recognize that like she took a lot of time thinking about these questions and responses. Yes. So it's like I was extremely fatigued. So mm-hmm. it's like. You know, for me, I, I'm realizing like, oh, okay, like this is a slow process on both ends. Like, it's not just, it'll look quick the hundred days after a lot has happened. Like, I think that's why it held me accountable to do yeah. the, the action itself. Cause you know, mood, mood follows action. So it's like, okay, even if my uncle passed, I still have to get this, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to stop this life. Mm-hmm. Stop. So, you know, mm-hmm. at, at, a, at a point in time, it showed me that it's, it's not about the metrics at all or the engagement it's about the action like if I can mm. just if I can just keep going if this is the one thing that I have to do a day it became kind of like the rock of, mm. of my day of like oh shoot I've got to take a question I've got to answer it and I've got to get this person's address and eventually write them a letter and mail it to them like yeah it's, it's, in a hundred will will test your your I think if, if you're trying to do anything uh, the hundred should be the number because mm. You think like 20, you're like, okay, I'm in a group. 40, you're like, we're not even halfway there. Yeah, 60, you're like, I I don't have 40, 40 more in me. Right. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's uh, it, I think with, with anything, if you're trying to push yourself, it does become a you versus you thing. You're, mm. you're not, you cannot focus on anyone else and what anyone else is doing. And that, I didn't realize that was also one of the, the goals for me the internal goals intrinsic goals of of the entire project and I think I'm taking I'm now kind of uh refurbishing that that feeling and and like strapping up my shoes again and being like okay how can I rework this how can I yeah. you know reorganize it what can I do better what can I bring to life and okay. also yeah also like it's a, it's an evergreen thing I can take a hundred more questions so it's it's a, it's a challenge that I'm putting in front of myself and I've become a better creator and a better person because of it. So. Wow. We're, um, we're so excited to see how more of that comes to life through film and like watching it for other black storytellers 
black women storytellers, like what are some tips that you would have for them to help bring their work to life? And like, how do you, how would you recommend that they can use storytelling to live more like transparent and honest lives? Cause like we were just saying, we are constantly bombarded by the paragraphs on paragraphs of performative activism and we're constantly consuming, you know, a lot of people I recognize even like identifying with the title of being a content creator. I think there's so many strategists right now on TikTok that are like easy ways to grow your account and da 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 da. But I don't think a lot of people recognize like what intention are you setting behind growing your account and like what do you what do you want to bring? Like what value are you trying to bring? And so for me as a creative, I feel like I've been really trying to reflect on like what value, like what's something different that I can bring to the table that's not just like soundbite TikToks that are like funny and entertaining for like a fleeting moment that other people are doing, but how can I make this something that is unique to me? And so that's why I pose the question of like, how, what are some tips that you have for other people out there that are trying to get their work out there and use storytelling as a format of unification of community that's a beautiful question (laughs) (laughs) it is is, is. um and the the first thing that comes to mind and and what's helped if if the both of you want to do something together i'm trying to get my friends to do this i'm trying to so i'm gonna i'm gonna send her this sound bite from (laughs) 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 right pressure pressure is applied um but it's the art it's called the artist way um by julia cameron 12 week like intensive of just diving into just the shit that a lot of people don't want to they don't want to talk about mm-hmm. like maybe like you were saying like you're about your family and childhood mm-hmm. and culture and connection and all the stones that you don't want to turn and by the end of of the 12 weeks if, if you're committed to it I, I think it's even easier to do together um if you're committed to it you come out the other end unblocked and, and and that's the thing I don't I didn't think I was a blocked artist and that's how she she phrased it but it's like a lot of the stuff that we don't we're not addressing like it's, mm. it's topical like the captions are already topical but there's a lot of things that we do that are very superficial in in our day-to-day relationships right like radical honesty is it when you when you approach things from that place of like Eminem from 8 Mile nobody can tell me about me better than me like I already, whatever insult you're about to hurl at me, whatever insecurity, I've already talked about it with myself. <laughs> you know, like I've already ironed that stuff out with myself and creating from that place is different than just creating and being swayed. And as much as I didn't think I was swayed by trends or metrics or things like that, you really don't know until you get to the crux of, of your dad not complimenting your painting at three. You know, like, 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 it's like, yeah. yo, you can let that go. What's a bunch of strangers? <laughs> like, what's a bunch of strangers not liking a photo? Mm. You know, it, it's like, I think getting to the crux and, and what I use is morning pages, which is a tip in the, in the artist way. It's like three pages of longhand each morning. It's just a brain, a brain dump um, mm. of whatever is going through your mind. You can be ugly, whatever. We, we don't have spaces as black women, I think, and black women creatives to be ugly like to really be ugly because we have to be buttoned up Mm. every single we're seeing that with the supreme court like it's like we we have to be buttoned up in a certain way and i think the only way to create art that you are proud of is to to loosen that shit up 
is to be like, yo, I'm Livy and this is my truth. However, I choose to express it. I know it, you know, like it's like we, I thought I was operating from a place of confidence. I have no fear around what the stories I'm going to tell at this mm-hmm. point. And whereas I thought I didn't before, I really don't now. <laughs> like I, I really don't because I can have the conversation, you know, I can have the difficult conversation with the person that I need to have it with. And I've had them before. So it's like, if you're like, I don't want to just do these cute trends and then I get a million followers off of like me doing the woe and I don't want to do the woe anymore, you know? Like then, then you have to be willing to get those hundred shots off being yourself with no one watching, with no one caring, with like the transparent shit you're saying and the story you're telling, one person being like, yo, that resonates. And you gotta wear that one person out. Like Mm -hmm. you gotta be like, oh, just wait, just wait for part three. (laughs) You know, like you're like, and with time, like with time and repetition and practice, the tribe that you'll build with the story, the true story that you're telling will be worth worth every with a million useless people who are following you just because you did a cute dance that those will be your true fans your true supporters the people that literally if you're like yo i'm, I'm putting out a, a cookbook tomorrow they're evangelists of that cookbook yeah because you you give you cut off a piece of flesh and given it to them Mm. that that's what you that's what I want to say with some of the stuff that I'm I'm creating and I think that's what we should aim for as black women because we are like shame and secrecy is like a birthright you know <laughs> like it is yeah. it's like it's passed down like a pair of socks mm-hmm. of yeah. like put these on you know so it's like when you peel them off you give permission for other women to do so and you also it's like yo you also create a space that cannot be created yeah. unless unless you are transparent and true to yourself so whatever that is it may look a million different ways like I said this life is an endurance sport you have all the time you hopefully all the time you you need to experiment but it's like it's tempting it's tempting to go the route of like Easy. you know let me jump up in the air and come back down beat with a beat face like it, it's really it's yeah. really, <laughs> like it's like it's really tempting you're like I know this is gonna get engagement but like you're not yeah. You're not going to build community that way. <laughs> like, I'm, sorry. I'm so sorry to tell you. That ain't it. That ain't it. No, you're so right. And I think this is something that we often talk about for the Black Girl Folk community because it is through, it's like the girls who get it, get it. And the girls who don't, don't. Because yeah. it really is the like, if you're going to step into a desire for your life to be some level of flow, some level of harmony, some level of intentional direction, you are also going to need to confront those, those demons, those stories, yeah. those, those, those marks that make us who we are. But with a community, you can do that. And, and we all will be better for that. And I think those stories, even, and I love it because I love that you said, like, they will become evangelists of that because sometimes we're not all there. Like the tribe is not all going to be there, but it's just like a small piece of resonating with somebody's truth Mm. is an invitation always for you to step closer and closer into yours. And so I think sometimes as black women, we don't always know how to create the space for ourselves, especially in, in relationships 
in our workplace. Like it's it's hard to create that space where you can be ugly, where you can be your quirky, fullest self, where you can just take all the layers, all the masks off. But when we see another black woman doing it, like when we see the Supreme Court, when she's crying in front, when we also have the, the Cory Booker uh, snippet, mm-hmm. like when she's crying, we're all like, I have not spent three days getting bombarded with questions about me, but I know, but we know because we see those little glimmers of that living in your fullest transparency, authenticity, in your fullness. We see that and we're like, that sounds, that looks real nice. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> I want to be, I want to cry. You know? <laughs> And so, and really what that says is like, so what are we not doing that's not supporting black women right. to be able to have that space? Right. And imagine, imagine, you know, that we do create those spaces. What type of creative, you know, art can happen? When 100%. What you're talking about is tapping in, tapping into your flow, tapping into your synergy, tapping into, to to who you are and you move differently. We know the people who move differently because of that. Mm-hmm. And and I know some people being like, how am I ever going to get there? It's like, no, no, no. Like it's, it, again, it's not like you cross this finish line. It's a commitment to yourself in the way that you're showing up. So everything you said about that just is, is literally like, I need people to be just neighborhood gym dropper. <laughs> neighborhood gym dropper. You know, I think another thing that often comes up for creatives now that I think more and more Black people are talking about mental health and wellness is rest. And so what does, like, rest look like for you this year? Like, do you have a routine where, like, you know, on the Sabbath day, like, you don't create anything? Or, like, what what is that looking like for you in 2022? Well, it's just, I think it's just, rest is not difficult for me. It's, it's the work. It's the work that's difficult for me, to be honest with you. It's like, rest, I can... That's Lexi. That's Lexi. Lexi's like, someone It's not hard for me. So it's like, literally, my parents had to take, like, I've been a, I've been a sleepy baby. Like, like, they had to take me to the hospital. They thought I was dead, dying. Because they were like, the first one didn't sleep like this. And the doctor's like, you should be happy about this. <laughs> I've lived my life that way. I could, I could sleep and rest is not difficult for me. I'll take it. I'll take it. Rest doesn't choose me. I choose the rest. So it's like, like, um, anytime I, I think I've just been, why I feel good is because I've, I've gotten a routine of, of just like parsing out micro slicing my day per se. And, and, getting mm. um, and then I, I like, I just, I can kick up my feet with a glass of wine at any point of the day. It's not, it's not hard for me. Or a talent it even. Yeah, it's a talent. It's a talent. Rest is my, I wish I could get paid to rest, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's like, it, it's not even the step. It's every day. I think I, I incorporated it into, into every day, be it reading a book, sitting in silence um, for 10 minutes or taking a walk, uh, having tea with my husband in the morning or coffee. Um, it's just, it's nothing that I need to be pushed to do. Let's yeah. I was, I was reading an article um, that another site did about you and you were kind of talking about like your mini habits of like reading two pages, like going on a walk for a minute. And I was like, wow, like if only we could all just 
create such small like milestone like goals for us each day like we wouldn't get so burnt out in whatever we're doing and like we'd we take time to just like appreciate the the long game like the the long road that we have and being like authentically ourselves with whatever it is that we want to do and so when I read that I was like wow like that two pitches like you know it seems easy until there's just a day that's like dang like, I just want to be on Netflix all day but <laughs> but then you have to take you have to remind yourself well then I guess a better question since rest is easy for you is what does flow mean to you like like when you hear the word flow any emotion any like anything that comes up like what does that look like and what does that feel like when you hear the word flow Ooh. it feels like alignment it really does. Mm. It feels like like i don't know just no no friction and and that's not to say that it's not hard right like it's mm-hmm. like our brains i've been i've been really into like neuroscience lately like the books that i'm reading and stuff like that and like what our brains how our brains actually respond to hard work or focus deep focus or deep work and it's like you have to sludge through that feeling of I don't want to do this Mm -hmm. right like that's what the thing that you need to do and and how like the legacy you want to leave be it with one person or one million it's like it's gonna your resistance is natural but Mm -hmm. after that six minutes of sitting there and your brain's getting warmed up just like you don't go to the gym and just deadlift like your your PR like you're 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 gonna get warmed up like you warm yourself up sit, do the thing that you need to do um, in one minute sprints or 20 minute sprints. And in that feel, I'm, I'm getting a huge sense of, of flow from those things of just mm. like immersing yourself, just, just even, it's going to feel cold. It's going to feel uncomfortable. You're sludging through shit to like get through the, to the clear water. That's what it feels like. Mm. Like what flow isn't that we, that we think it is, is like what we're, our brains being hacked and us scrolling for, for 10 hours you know like it feels like oh shit I could do this all day like that's not necessarily the thing that that is causing floats it's actually just a hack like the mm-hmm. real flow, the real flow will feel like resistance at first and I'm, I'm finding that out of like it's not just dipping into the river and just it being you know you be floating down it for the rest of the day it's like oh there's a lot of seaweed I have to sludge through to get to like that thing but that's actual clear water it's, yeah. it's not the artificial shit that that we've been fed so absolutely that's huge and I know for myself I've taken a lot of lessons from nature that's really guided a lot of my understanding of I'm like all right well nature seems to be doing this ish really well (laughs) even with all the circumstances and I think what you talk about in that resistance is a lot of what I understood of what it means to be like water because water comes with a force. When you go upstream, you're going against the water, like you're going against the stream. And it's like, we do have, and I think black women in particular, when we step into who we are, we have that force. And we can also use that to shape the world and, and, the, and the way that we're living it. But if not, that force can also consume us. Mm-hmm. And we can get caught in our own kind of rip currents and tides when what I think you're talking about that hack is when somebody else is, you're letting somebody else dictate your flow when you're letting somebody else 
those waters can be really turbulent too. But when you start to go against it and that resistance, then you will refine and find yourself in that. So I really love that because that just brought me back to how I understand it. It's just what it means to be like the water and and to to move in that way is to also move with that force, that resistance. And that to me is a revolutionary way of being that, again, I don't just want for myself, but I want for my sisters. I want for my sisters. I want for my mamas. I want for my aunties. I want for my cousins. I want for my besties. Um, So that was just really beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. And this girl says she's not a creative. <laughs> Can you imagine? Right. Can you imagine? She's talking about flowing like water, right. metaphors. Right. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> girl, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, right, no. I, right. I, no, I but. I do. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Where can people find you? Like, I'm sure there are going to be so many people that are like, I got to follow her. I got to like subscribe to her newsletter. I recently um, subscribed and I'm like, just going through everything. So where can people find you? Uh, people can find me uh, obviously on Instagram at NekaJ, um, N-N-E-K-A-J. And lettersfromastranger.com, which is my weekly newsletter. And uh, also Passing Through, Fourth Season is coming out. So yeah. It's year, so you can find Passing Through has a website, but it also Passing Through Pod on IG as well, and I need to get active on Twitter for that. But. Oh. <laughs> for another time, I ain't got it right now. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much for joining us. This was such an amazing episode. I know I'm just going to be like rewinding when we actually release it. Like, oh my gosh, it's going to be like my new morning sermon. <laughs> so listen to you. But um, yeah, thank you so much. And that's all that we have for y'all today, folks. So we are leaving y'all with peace, love, and blessings. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. All right, that wraps up our episode this week. Don't forget to go check out Black Girl Flow Podcast on social media. And even check out our new YouTube channel to continue the conversation there. We really appreciate if y'all could rate and subscribe our channel. And with that said, see you all next time. Rest well, folks.